Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. Uh, is it me? I'm Matt. <laughs> it's me. I'm Mel. <laughs> I think Matt got distracted then because he's sending me photos uh, for the listeners. We'll say photos of Jeff Goldblum trying to make me throw up at some point. So it won't work, Matt. It won't work. I will not. I will not give in. Uh, we have... Welcome back, by the way, guys. Leaving me on my own last week. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you, you had guests. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I had, I had two awesome guests. Yeah. And we have two awesome guests this week. Um, I, I'm going to introduce them to each other, because I don't think they've ever, ever spoken to each other. So, uh, yeah. our special guest, Matt A. Hi. This is our other guest, Will. Hey, nice to meet you, Matt. Matt, Will, Will, Matt. <laughs> they've, never, they've definitely never slept in the same room together. No, we didn't share <laughs> You're gonna say they've definitely never slept together. I was like, "Whoa, I didn't hear about this." As far as you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us, guys. Sorry, I had to move you around a bit in the schedules. As I explained before, I thought Defenders was ten episodes. It's only eight. (laughs) I'm an idiot. (laughs) Um, And obviously, Matt, Mel, and Tammy are back after being away last week. Mm -hmm. Guys, what did you think of last week's episode? I just want to ask you quickly your thoughts. Of the shocking, the shocking reveal of uh, Alexandra's death. Uh, I thought that was a wasted opportunity uh, of Sigourney, a use of Sigourney Weaver. I thought you might. Yeah. I thought she you didn't might do because shit. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's yeah. <laughs> I would have liked if they had done more with her. I mean, I know there was only like there's only a couple more episodes left, so I guess. But otherwise, I mean, I I liked it. Um. I don't know if I was really shocked by Electra. I mean, I guess I was shocked by her killing Alexandria, but then after it, I was, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think to move things along, I guess. Yeah. So it's like shocked, but then not. <laughs> it's just we never got to see her do anything cool. Like at least if you're gonna have her start out sick at the beginning of the series, at yeah. least like, give a flashback to when she wasn't sick and when she was doing yeah. cool stuff. Like yeah. all, we Show just, her when she was at Prime Evil. Yeah, they just you know. told us about how awesome she was, and we never saw it. It's left to the yeah. imagination. I wanted to see her as a dancing skeleton, like at the end of Vamps. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot completely forgot she was in Vamps. I wonder if like her and Kristen Ritter like spoke about their Vamps days. <laughs> <laughs> they probably both forgot their finish. Hashtag Vamps. Have any yeah. scenes together? <laughs> I can't remember. Surely yeah. they must have. I mean, not just the two of because, them, like, no, but they they were. Like, oh, in this, yeah. oh no, but they would have hung out because they hung out at Comic Con because they were all at Comic Con. The whole cast. That's when they found out that Sigourney Weaver was the villain. Weirdly, <laughs> uh, you guys want some news? Yes, please. Sure, of course. Okay. Uh, so after I said last week that they reckon the Punisher release date is the thirteenth of October, now rumors say it's not the thirteenth of October. And I wrote that in in the news, and then after that, shortly, I found out another rumour that it is the 13th of October. So at this point, I don't know what it's out on. Your guess is as good as mine. More news in regards to The Punisher. I thought you guys might enjoy this. So Ward Meacham has a LinkedIn profile. What? (laughs) No way! And and on it, apparently, he's linked in with Frank Castle. What?! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's got the Punisher on his LinkedIn profile so you can go and add Ward Meacham to your LinkedIn profile uh, I kind of want to 
<laughs> me too. I barely do any LinkedIn because, you know, I work in a teeny tiny art shop. Like, I don't, you know, but uh, I might add Ward Meacham to my LinkedIn because why not? And I definitely want to add Frank Castle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, other news, just to remind listeners that uh, you can listen to the three recent interviews I did as we're getting to the end of Defenders. Uh, so after next week, you guys will be able to listen as well. Nice. Uh, so that was with <laughs> Lauren Kim, who is a stunt double for Electra, um, uh, and Justin Eaton, who is a stunt double for Stick, and Sarit Klein, who is the makeup artist for the series. Uh, so Lauren actually spoke a bit about her fight with... Um, uh, Danny uh, in this episode like that big fight that was quite challenging uh, but yeah feel free to check those out and last bit of news I saw the first two episodes of The Inhumans oh. has anyone else seen oh, it? Yet. I've seen them yeah I, okay so I've heard a lot of terrible things and I've heard some things where people enjoyed it I I mean apart there, there was some terrible terrible acting yes, um, yes. in the <laughs> Uh, particularly in the young Black Bolt and Medusa, who had about three line, uh, three words each, which uh, even those were terrible, <laughs> and some other acting was not great. Um, sorry, yeah, sorry to those actors, but you were terrible. Um, and he only said one word, and it was awful. Anyway, so I, but apart from that, I thought it was like, eh, you know, it was it was a pilot. It was probably about the same level, I would say, as the Agents of Shield pilot. Because Agents of Shield started off pretty poor, I didn't think it was it was like the worst thing ever, as some people are saying. I was just like, hmm, you know, I mean, I'll I'll probably continue to watch. It's it's not a show that grabbed me from the start, but then Agents of Shield didn't really either, and I know that's gotten really good. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you think, Will. I thought it was just it, it, you know it. I don't think it was as strong as any of the Defenders pilots. No, um, it wasn't like, first episodes, but. Yeah, but... No, it was just kind of like mediocre. Was... I also said I was glad that it's only eight episodes. So I'll watch it out just to see the end, but it's, it won't be yeah. the top of my list to watch any, at any time. The only character I really yeah. liked was the security chief lady. Oh, or Orin. Yeah, she's the only character I really liked, but... Yeah, there's. They didn't. They did a lot of stuff in it that I didn't feel they had time. That they, um, I feel would have been much more dramatic because they wanted it to be like a Game of Thrones, you know, this kind of thing, which could work with this sort of squabbles in this royal family and a coup and everything. Yeah. But they have stuff happen to characters, um, like Medusa that would have much more dramatic weight if you knew these characters before, you know, for a few episodes or for a season, and then that happened do you know what i mean yeah i want to yeah yeah it, it just but i mean it wasn't i didn't think it was terrible i've read some like reviews saying it's the worst thing ever that the cgi is the worst cgi ever i mean the cgi to me was like agents of shield cgi you know it was abc you know it's the kind of thing you would see in, in agents of shield or arrow or flat you know it was just like oh well all right i just i don't know like i don't get all the the hate for it it's kind of like the same with iron fist i don't think the showrunner is the best because he did it was the same guy for both shows but i don't get all the absolute hatred for it yeah. very weird you guys gonna check it out do you think yeah i will i'll definitely be checking it out I, I think people like just feel like it's cool to hate just to hate them yeah yeah i'm more interested um, in the uh, one with amy after oh, oh that's tomorrow right yeah 
think. Yeah, and Stephen Sergic worked on it as well, a friend of the show. Uh, he twi- he um, Facebooked some photos of him with the cast, I think, yesterday. So I don't know if he did the first episode or not, I'm not sure. But I, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see that, because Amy Acker, yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, right, let's get into the episode, guys. Episode 7, Fish in the Jailhouse, written by Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich and Marco Ramirez, directed by Felix Enriquez Alcala. Matt, Jessica and Luke embark on a desperate search. Colleen and Claire debate heroism. Electra tries to recruit an all-important ally. Were you guys disappointed that that ally turned out to be Danny? Yeah. <laughs> mm, nah, I don't care oh. about Danny. <laughs> I, yeah. I swear, all the talk in this episode alluding to, like, <laughs> with, like, Danny, like, talking about him like he's a dog, like, about his master and all this, I was like, I can't handle this show. You're making me see him even more as a little puppy. Because, <laughs> like, Jessica and Matt and Luke are running around like they're looking for their little lost puppy in New York. Yeah. Did she seriously just... think she was going to turn him just with words to her side? I, I, I Like, when I... they captured him, I assumed they had some sort of brainwashing drug or something. <laughs> I think she thought she could turn him, yeah, with words. But, I mean, I don't know why. So you did ask. I mean, that's not going to work. Either me it's or Will. Our familiarity with the show. Oh, sorry. Uh, Matt and Will, what did you think of this show? I'm sorry. Fuck you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, I don't care what you guys think. Come on. I was just hoping for an opportunity. What do you guys think of the show so far? Say that I've seen the entire uh, all eight episodes, and this feels this whole thing feels like Daredevil season three with special guest stars, and not an ensemble Mm -hmm. show. Oh yeah. Where Luke and Jessica have things to do plots of their own do you think that's just because the uh well not just but because the um uh daredevil series is the one that featured the hand most heavily yeah. apart from iron fist, iron fist or are you referring to developments in the series because to come as of well the hand and electra it, it yeah. feels so much like it's about mad murdoch and stick and electra and then a little bit about Colin. Yeah. and jessica and luke may as well not even be there i didn't feel that way until this episode Mm-hmm. This episode felt exactly how you're describing it. Like, that's what it felt like. But the rest of the series so far, I hadn't felt that way. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm glad that which is why... <laughs> <laughs> but this episode if they do good. Defenders 2, I, I wonder what they're going to do for a Defenders 2 in terms of a, a threat, because they won't have the... Well, hopefully they won't have the hand. Um, but, you know, what is going to be this threat that brings these heroes together? Um, are they going to set something up in the next seasons of these shows coming up? But I kind of wonder. Like, will it be a, a Jessica Jones threat? That would be cool, you know, or a Luke Cage threat, rather than focusing on the hand, which is mainly uh, Matt and Danny. Or something that could really be a threat throughout all of their series versus something specific. That would be better. Yeah. Or maybe it would be like... Avengers 2, where you kind of find out they've been working together all along, even though at the beginning of Avengers 1, it seemed like they were going their separate ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all these adventures that you never saw happen, but they totally did. Yeah. I watched the whole season that first weekend, so I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. But been, <laughs> I haven't been re-watching with you guys, but I remember thinking that it kind of seemed more like they were uh, continuing the Iron Fist storyline, and kind of Jessica and Luke were just kind of there. But I think that's what they said that it, like, you know, Iron Fist was designed to go straight into this. Yeah, um, and I, 
I didn't I didn't didn't hit me while I was watching the first time, but rewatching this episode this morning, it kind of seems like there's a lot of talking. <laughs> I would think probably the first time I was just happy to see them together and interacting, but maybe it's just this episode where it just seemed like there was a lot of people talking and, you know, is this person talking to this person? Like, wow, but still, like, do something. But they finally did at the end of the episode. Yeah. Also, the yeah. immortality stuff feels so small to me that the, the whole thrust of what the villains are doing, it just feels like such a narrow... Well, that's what Elektra's doing, because she doesn't want to die. She, like she said, she doesn't care about the hand, whereas the actual hand that are left, they just want to go home to Kunlun. Let them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kunlun's, Kunlun's, I mean, Kunlun's destroyed, supposedly, yeah, so yeah. yeah, let them. I mean, they're going to rule over nothing. That's what I don't understand. I'm like, so why can't they just go back? Like, yeah, I don't... What they need to do is they need to click their heels together three times and say there's no place like home, and then they'll fly back to Kunlun. How is that going to destroy New York if they go back to Kunlun? Well, that's not going to destroy New York, but if they get hold of whatever is under the the city, that will destroy New York, and that's what they need to do, because that is whatever the substance is. So they they need the... Su- because they they want to go back to Kunlun. Electra yeah. wants to get the substance. Think, so do they need the substance to get back to Kunlun? Well, I think they want to go back to Kunlun, but, like, Madame Gao's, you know, super old. And if they if they go back to Kunlun, they might get killed in the process. Uh, so they don't want to go back to Kunlun and just be like, oh, and now we're going to die getting back to Kunlun. Oh, but we're back in Kunlun, but now we're dead. And because we have no substance, you know, we can't live to enjoy it or something. So I don't know. They keep saying they want to get, yeah, they want to get back to Kunlun, but it seems like they can go there whenever they want because they killed all those people, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did, I don't know, guys. Did they kill all those people or was that some well, third party? That's the thing. We, well, and we only have seen it from Danny's perspective. We haven't actually seen anyone from Kunlun dead. We just saw like the couple of guys that were guarding it dead or whatever well, and then we saw it disappeared. But oh, we haven't I, actually seen it. We saw Dan's, like, dream sequence oh. where everyone was dead, but that wasn't real. Maybe was just and Alexandra said that he saw what he wanted to see, because he said, yeah. you can't go back to Kunlun or something, you know, like, you destroyed it. And she, I saw it destroyed, and she said something like, you saw what you wanted to see. Or, yeah, so they made it very... Which kind of is like, what the hell, Danny? Yeah, I, I kind of felt like they purposely left it open and beg so they could do whatever they want with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Electra, like she said, she doesn't care at all about the substance. She just doesn't want to die, because I guess she's seen death now and doesn't want to doesn't want to go back to that. So now we know but, the death sucks. It, Nobody die, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Take somebody who's been there. <laughs> yeah. This is what Electra says. So, we start off with Electra some time ago. Electra meeting Stick... And she's reporting on Matt's progress and says he's not ready to join the chase. But Stick says bullshit because it's because she's in love. Uh, Tammy, did you like this sweet? Um, uh, again, I'm going to blame you for this. Oh. Me noticing the fashions. This sweet outfit that Electra was wearing with the cinched-in waist and the belt it was pretty what, nice. That jacket thing she's wearing. Yeah, the yeah. jacket. But then she had like a belt yeah. as well. Nice. Really nice. Well, they, I think yeah. dressed her very well. I mean, she looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she always looks really I good. I never liked the shape of Stick's glasses. 
now. Yeah, he's like square glasses. Well, I bet they like they get. They don't bigger. like matte glasses either. They get bigger at the bottoms, uh, the bottom corners, Edward corners. Yeah. Do they? I never noticed that. Yeah. Hmm. Why don't you like the shape of Matt's glasses, Matt? Did I, I feel like you had, you had complaints about his glasses that you didn't like them. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. They don't bother me now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you I prefer. I definitely prefer Matt's glasses. Yeah. But, but, you know, we get this maybe last appearance of Stick, apart from his dead body in a minute. No, um, I feel like we can't blame, blame blind people for their style. I mean, I can't see. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, and then they talk about, you know, not being able to kill on command makes Matt weak. Uh, maybe there's another way to win the war. And then we see all the defenders unconscious on the floor and Danny's gone. And you, everyone cheers. Because <laughs> they're like, yay! <laughs> Goodbye, Danny, forever. <laughs> now, later on, they say that there's two dead bodies there. Who's the second dead body? Um, oh, it's... Uh, it what's his face? Uh, the, the guy... The uh, guy? So one day... Yeah. yeah so what? Day. He was there? Well, they, not his head, because they said they found... No, headless. Stick took his head. Yeah, a headless yeah. body. Okay. Yeah, Stick sent his head to the hand, oh. but they said they found a headless body and one impaled. So the impaled one was stick. Oh, right. This is like a back room of that place they were in last time. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like this weird like theatre sort of warehouse place <laughs> thing. <laughs> place I don't know what it in is. In another show where it's just like, I don't know what this <laughs> exactly. Is it a refinery? Is it a mine? Is it a strip club? Is it a regular? Is club? it a theater? I mean, what is it? Where are we? <laughs> what is it? Well, it looks like it was like. Is this a theater? Is this a warehouse? There's a stage there. There's boxes everywhere. I don't know what's happening in this. One. There's just little windows oh. at the top. I don't know. <laughs> what is By the it? way, guys, I got a question. Did you guys also notice and were entranced by the apple core in the wall last week? I, Did you guys notice that? No, I didn't. I think I noticed. Oh, because we all we all noticed it last week, and um, we were like, "Why is there an apple core in a little hole in the wall? Like, what's happening?" And I <laughs> I messaged Lauren Weeks about it, production designer, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, that apple core. I've had dreams about it. What does it mean?" Oh <laughs> you know, type thing. <laughs> and he basically said, uh, there's no meaning behind it. It's a, a lazy crew member forgot to throw their apple core away and just left oh it there. God. And when he sees the episode, it really bugs him. What does it mean? <laughs> what does the apple core mean? Um, because we were asking him about the same, in the same scene, there's graffiti on the wall and it's in all the colours of the defenders. So red, green, yellow, purple. Um, so we were like, oh, maybe the apple core has some meaning. Nope. <laughs> I never feel like it ever pans out when people try to understand the, the meaning behind something. When they ask the creator, it's never what they intended or there's no intention yeah. or whatever. Slide. Matt, you're covering the wrong show on the Twin Peaks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Twin Peaks, I watched a video where somebody uh, was uh, live or video chatting. They were video chatting with uh, David Lynch and they asked him about uh, what was up with Audrey. And I'll give you one guess what his answer was. Oh, probably like it's whatever you think. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's terrible. Uh. 
Really puts a lot yeah. of thought into everything he does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's a fair answer, though. It's a, it is a fair answer. Like, he's not... He doesn't have to tell anybody what it meant, but at the same time, people have to stop looking for meaning. It just, it just like, means there just, is none. It just means... It's just... If it's whatever... It is what it is, what it is if it's what If it's whatever <laughs> you think it is, then why, like, why... But, I don't know. Yeah. Then, yeah, exactly. So Jessica wakes up in the interrogation room and Misty's waiting and she wants answers. And she kind of, Jessica tells Misty about the hand a bit. And I was like, yay, I love Misty so much. <laughs> Mel, Mel was noticing Misty's boobs. In no, this I, was, I was like, she's got fantastic boobs. <laughs> yeah. She really does. Oh, yeah. She's got like, I was like, wow, like, those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. Michael was pretty sexy, but in my opinion, she's the sexiest person in this film. Oh, yeah, I still like. Oh. I remember that scene with her and Luke in those um, that amazing bra and underwear set yeah, she had I on. I was yes. <laughs> oh my god. I was <laughs> so noticing great. her. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was noticing her hair a lot in this episode. I was just like, watching, like she has awesome hair. I wish I had hair she like does. that. I love her hair in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like her hair in this season much better than the previous. In yeah, me too. Well, cause, it's cause it's, it's kind of closer to how it was at the end of Luke Cage, yeah, wasn't it? Right, yeah, know, and they gave her the full Misty Knight look. Which was yeah, yeah. No, it right. to look more like the comic character. Yeah, it's kind of off of her face more. Yeah, I like um, it. And uh, but I noticed that whoever directed this episode, he made really weird choices. There's a lot of yes. There's a lot of shots through windows. There's a lot of like people's bodies almost touching the camera, like getting out of focus. Yeah. They're so close and like Weird the f- cuts. Yeah, like uh, I didn't notice that. No? Like I, d- I didn't see anything that jumped out to me as weird as much as like in the first two episodes. Mm. You know, with um, some of the shots that, that S.J. Clarkson did. You know, where the camera was upside down all the time, <laughs> and we kind of spoke about it a bit. I didn't notice anything weird in this episode. I don't kind of pick up on that stuff though. Mm. Oh, back to, so what kind of stuff were they doing? Yeah, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Back to Misty. She also has like an amazing voice. So I wish she could oh, talk yeah. me to sleep every night. Just put her on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tweet her and be like, "Look, can you just do some spoken word books, please?" Yes, please. <laughs> if they do like a spoken word book of the defenders, can you narrate it, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on record as saying Misty Knight is my favorite yeah. character in this whole shebang. Oh, oh yeah, really? why is that? Nice. I'm glad to hear it, but why is that? I love her her attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you like me in that you? She's just definitely want, one of mine. You just want her to quit the cops already. I think she does a really good job of, of bridging these two worlds of her responsibilities to her job and her boss, and, but then also knowing like what's right. So she bends the rules mm-hmm. when she has to in really smart ways, and I just like her her whole demeanor. She's pretty now, easy on the eyes too. Now, are you also, are you, are you like me, uh, rooting for her to lose an arm? <laughs> well, I know she gets a, a bionic arm in the comics, right? Yeah. So I believe, yeah, yeah I, I think I am rooting for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. We really like. I mean, as I've said before, you guys, you guys must have <laughs> exactly teeth finish or something. <laughs> I have never, I've never wanted a, a, a character to lose a limb more than this character. <laughs> like, ever. 
And I love her character, but I'm like, oh, Misty, just lose that. Now, in the, in the comics, oh. is it like uh, she can put uh, fix any uh, tool to it? Like, now it's a socket wrench, now it's a flamethrower, <laughs> now it's... I don't think so. She's not God. a James Bond villain. No. So what is it? What does it do? Uh, it, it's, uh, well, it's super strength. I oh, mean, it's okay. super strong, well, and I think it has, like, other stuff she can do as well. It's a specific kind of super, super strength. Like, it's got a super crushing strength, because... It's still, yeah. like, she can't lift anything that's really heavy because it uses her back muscles, right? Right. Uh, yeah. So, she yeah, she, she can crush stuff. She can punch pretty hard. Uh, and she can, like, she can shoot, like, uh, repulsor yeah, beams out of it, actually. That's oh. it, yeah. Well, because it's Stark Tech as it's, well, so yeah, that makes sense. I doubt they would do that in this show. <laughs> She's a better Iron Fist yeah. than Iron Fist. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> But can her fist be used as a torch? No. <laughs> Whereas his can. Well, maybe they'll give her one. Like a Swiss Army bionic yeah. arm. Maybe. Oh my god. Yeah. I love it. Okay, now I want yeah. her arm I just... to... Lose the arm. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I just want her to be like... I, I love her in, in the police, but I'm kind of with Matt in that I, I want her to be out of the police and just being a badass um, like uh, private detective with, uh, with Colleen, you know? Just being awesome. Just being Doors of the Dragon. It is kind of funny, though. We're like, we love this character, but we wish her bodily harm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We wish her severe trauma. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, talking about noticing body parts, like we did with Misty Knight, in this next scene, when Matt wakes up on the couch by the phone, and he stands up, and I'd seen this episode before, and he's wearing that t-shirt, I was like, damn, Charlie Cox, them arms! (laughs) Wow! Someone's been working out, because, wow, those arms. I, I just hadn't noticed them in Defenders before, and I was like, whoo, those arms. Mm. They're very nice. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's favorite character, Foggy, enters. <laughs> now, I've got a question for all you Foggy haters. Do you find Foggy more or less bearable now after your hatred of Danny Rand? Um, well, now he's just, like, he's not cracking as many jokes, so it's... You know, mm-hmm. it's it's better that way, but he's really condescending this episode. So mm-hmm. I was like, You're a you're a dick. You're just a dick. You're no, you should you should Matt, you need to find better friends, really. <laughs> like and this is why you should he's be found friends super friends. Dick, because I don't think they would be, maybe they would be less condescending. I don't know. Yeah. They're okay with the superhero thing. Yeah. Just, well Jessica would definitely be condescending. Yeah, but that's okay. She's <laughs> condescending to everybody. <laughs> yeah. But they're just like they're yeah. just like basically treating him like a child this episode, and I didn't like that. Well, I wondered what you guys thought because obviously the other week we were laughing about um, Matt them talking about Matt's daredeviling habit, um, Tammy. Yeah. What did you think about it in like this this week's episode? I, I didn't mind the stuff with Foggy um, as much, but the stuff with Karen, I was glad he finally said something to her because yeah, I just I was so done with it, and then. Later on, when Karen saw Foggy, I was like, they need to just get over themselves. Yeah. Like, mind their own goddamn business. Like, they, they don't wouldn't want... even be oh, on this show you're... if not for Matt. Exactly. <laughs> they would have <laughs> jobs if it wasn't for Matt. Yeah, so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just sick of them. I The bit where she was like, you, you gave him the costume... Like yeah. something like that. It was so like you put the needle in his hands yeah. type thing. It was like, come on, you know. And the whole thing like was Foggy telling her. I mean, because we don't see it in this scene, but like when Foggy tells her, well, I, you know, once he does this, it'll be out of his system. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You're on a show called Daredevil. 
I call him Matt Murdock's attorney law. Uh, I would be fine if it was Matt Murdock attorney of law. I would enjoy that show a lot more. But it's called Daredevil. He's a superhero. You're on a superhero show. You want him to stop being a superhero? It makes no sense. Also, it's, it's not like he's going to sort this thing out and then everything's going to be fine. You know, people aren't going to need saving. I mean, maybe Foggy thinks, oh, well, now he's got these super friends who are arguably more actually have superpowers you know which yeah. he doesn't yeah. um so maybe he'll let it leave it up to them and they kind of have a pub you know they don't have to hide their identity either or at least jessica and, and luke don't so maybe that's it but he can't think that once this is fixed then matt will go back to how everything was because everything's going to be sorted out that's why i was happy when matt told him no this is my life it was like yeah, yeah. you know uh so yeah he uh he kind of wakes up and Foggy appears and he's wearing that T-shirt and Foggy's relieved, obviously, that Matt wasn't in the suit because that would be bad for him as well. Um, and then Matt remembers that Stick's dead and has a little cry and I drew a little sad face yeah, in my notes. I like that. And it wasn't overplayed. It wasn't like, oh, Stick's dead. She killed her. Uh, it was just a quick moment. And then he was like, right, where's that? It was like, it was like. Oh, I spent a lot, a lot of time with that guy. Uh, I didn't really like him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sad he's gone and all, but he was an ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. also thought Matt looked really <laughs> Yeah, I, particularly later. I've got a thing for, like, the T-shirt with, like, the suit jacket over the top. <laughs> I was appreciating it. <laughs> and Demar. You mean the Seinfeld yeah. look? <laughs> <laughs> As we've talked about in Calavici Fashion Cast today already, never seen Seinfeld. <laughs> no minor references to it. No, the characters' names. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible, I know. Um, Misty enters. Luke is still passed out, which I'm glad they say it's obviously because of this drugs. Because otherwise, if it was just because Electra knocked him out, I'm like, mm, you know, that the other two have recovered from being knocked out, but Luke hasn't. Uh, and at this point, obviously, everyone thinks that Matt is just their lawyer, and I like that he pulls kind of the lawyer and blind bullshit on Misty Knight, because he's like, oh, is that you, (laughs) Misty Knight? (laughs) Foggy's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And he's pulling his lawyer skills all over the place. In some ways, I'm kind of surprised that... Misty has not figured out that Matt is Daredevil yet. But I think she just hasn't been I know. thinking about it, because the moment she even starts to think about it, she's going to figure it out, right? <laughs> but does she know that Daredevil's back? Because he only came back for that scene where they fought Murakami, and that's how Murakami knew that uh, Daredevil was back. Maybe. But Misty might not know, and that's true. there was no other witnesses, and Matt or Jessica aren't going to say, are they? No. Well, Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's super easy to, to work out because, you know, she lets the three of them go and or she doesn't let the three of them go. But, you know, like she sort of says, OK, you know, whatever, you trust me or whatever. They escape these two superheroes and this guy, this white guy who's got very to- well toned arms. And then uh, later on that, that evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, later that uh, evening, you know, she bumps into his two superheroes again, and there's a oh third God. one. Who's, this, who's, this guy? who's a white guy with very toned arms. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. With a mask that covers his eyes that, hmm, it would be really hard to see out of that mask. I wonder who this guy could be. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it dumped that lawyer off and picked up another guy along the way. 
Uh, yeah, what does she think happened to Matt? Like, <laughs> did she think they killed him? Like, what? Yeah, I. they made it seem like they thought that they took Matt hostage or something. I don't, I don't know. They kidnapped him? Yeah. <laughs> but why would they kidnap, yeah, why would they kidnap him? And, because Danny, Danny's already missing, and he's high profile, so I can understand if they, you know, supposedly kidnapped him, and there was a ransom, because he's high profile. But who's going to give a shit if this lawyer's kidnapped? Yeah. I don't know. Um, So in everyone's favourite next scene, uh, we're back with Claire and Colleen, and they're watching Luke unconscious, because the drug knocked him out. And Colleen's worried about Danny. Uh, She she should be. She should be. The drug drug knocked him out. At first I thought Electra's attack on him knocked him out, and then I was going to call bullshit, but... Yeah, exactly. I'm glad they said it was the drug, because I was like, if it had been just Electra knocking him out and the other two had already recovered, I'm like, eh, eh, no, there's no way. Mm-hmm. So I like that they kind of confirmed that. Um, I'm going to call bullshit on when Claire says, I did everything I could to avoid people with abilities. I quit my job, ah. etc., and moved my ass uptown. I was like, then why are you dating one, Claire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why were you in all of these shows? <laughs> I mean, she did keep running into them by complete accident. Fair enough. But you kind of didn't do everything to avoid people with powers when you started dating one. Well, it's Mike Coulter. <laughs> can, you, can you blame her? I know. No, like... not really. No, it's true. Well, it's she's true. another one of those that if she wasn't around superheroes, she wouldn't be on the show. No. She wouldn't exist. Yeah. She should exist. She should be nice. And also, <laughs> I don't like the fact that she says she quit her job because of superheroes. No, she, she didn't. It was because the hand, well, she walked out of her job. Like, the hand turned up at, at the hospital. They would have turned up there anyway, most likely, because it seems to be the only hospital in New York. <laughs> and, and, and then they killed her friend. So she would have left, I mean, I'm assuming anyway. So... Yeah, maybe she I don't feels like this. she tried really hard, but maybe I do maybe. like watching yeah. these minor characters, supporting characters interact. I think even more than the defenders I themselves. I think it's fun yeah. to see um, Colleen and Misty kind of talk about their relationship to their leads on their shows. Yeah, I think that's a. That's I neat. agree. Little sidekick club. I wish Trish was in it more because we hardly yeah. get any Trish. I, I don't know if she just wasn't available, but yeah, she's hardly in it, which is a shame. Um, yeah, so, but then Colleen says, You said that I was the foundation, but it, really it's you, Claire Temple. And I'm like, <laughs> And then Luke wakes up, and obviously, first thing he asks about is Danny because Danny's his best bud forever, ever and ever, BFFs, OTPs, passing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, meanwhile, Electra has just has her minions remove Alexandra's corpse, and the the hand are not happy. You know, they could have used a better uh, cloth to take her body out, like a tarp <laughs> yeah. or something, something that just didn't leak. Instead of, like, a sheet of muslin or yeah. whatever this was, cheesecloth. Poor planning, guys, come on. <laughs> I mean, they're the hand. They must have, like, a, a store of tops to carry bodies you know, out bags, around somewhere yeah. all the people yeah. they've killed you know i think they'd be proud exactly of that. yeah be better prepared guys I mean, work. come on 
sloppy indeed. Yeah. Um, so Gao, uh, well, uh, Bakuto and Murakami are sort of very angry and like threatening her, but Gao is silent. We're like, ooh, Gao's got an idea. Uh, and the lecturer's kind of like, I don't care about the hands. I want the substance, not the hand. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Is there anything else to say in this scene? I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you, what are you guys thinking of the hand now? Because obviously, we. I mean, you guys weren't weren't here last week. Um, what are you thinking of sort of the interplay between these guys now? And obviously, you've lost Sawande. You've lost Alexandra. Mm, I I didn't care so much about Sawande because we barely knew him. But and I guess we barely knew Alexandra too. But she was hyped up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we barely know Murakami, but I love I Murakami. Know, I was gonna say I don't want to lose Murakami. <laughs> you don't like him. You don't want to Why lose you like your him? granddad. I find him annoying that he understands English but refuses to speak. <laughs> <laughs> my, why should he? He's my family member. That's why. <laughs> I love my family. <laughs> he's Tammy's great 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 well, we great great true. great 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 granddad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> wanting to kill them and loving them are two of the same things in my world. <laughs> yeah, two sides of the same coin. Come on. <laughs> uh, so uh, Luke, Jessica and Matt are walking through the precinct hall. And this is where Matt has his jacket over the top. And I was like, damn, Matt, looking good. Looking good, boy. <laughs> and they enter the room, the office with Misty. And they're going to, because they haven't got any evidence, they're going to treat them as witnesses, not suspects. Yeah. And then Luke just starts to spill on the hand. Yeah. Because he's immediately like, and they took Daddy Rand, my BFF, the love of my life, my best friend. <laughs> I was like, I just laughed every time. It was like Luke going, they've taken Danny. I was like, oh, he so loves Danny already. It's so cute. He seems to be the one that's most worried about him. Yeah. Uh, so Jessica and Luke say that they can take care of it. Obviously, at this point, Misty just thinks Matt's a lawyer. But Jessica and Luke can take care of it with their powers. But Matt wants a private word with Luke and Jessica before um, they're going to be booked in for obstruction of justice. And then it's Tammy's favorite moment where Karen wants to speak to Matt about his daredeviling. Oh, one sec. I liked how Luke told the cops about uh, all the stuff they're worried about and trying to do something about. Like, I don't like when people don't talk to each other, when the good guys don't talk to each other. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, the co- yeah. I liked that he just brought it up. It was yeah. It was yeah, cool. I'm like, if the cops want to try to handle it, go ahead, try to handle it. See, see that you can't. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll be asking for their help. Yeah. Right, go Tammy, go. What about Karen and talking to Matt about his dad? Definitely, did you not like? Um, all of it. It's just none of her business anymore. I just want her out of. I mean, I know she's going to be in Punisher, so I'm like, maybe she won't be in the next Daredevil. Well, at, least, at least so Matt's kind of done with this too he like he's yeah like, yeah yeah it doesn't sound like he's gonna I just accept. felt like she was sorry go on, go on it doesn't sound like he's gonna accept them criticizing his way of life anymore yeah which will be good oh, yeah good for him should, yeah she's such a fucking drip <laughs> yeah I just I just yeah. felt like this was her almost less as a a friend and ex sort of girlfriend of his and her as a reporter being like hey Matt What's going on? What's happening? What's the scoop? That's just how I felt. And, you know, when she was asking for info and then just started, like, telling him off and getting on at him about his dead everything. Um, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I just was a bit like, oh, Karen, no. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so tiring. It's just so tiring. 
It's like, oh, yeah, I can't with you anymore, Karen. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, also, because we didn't see the fallout of the conversation of him telling her that he's dead ever. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. Season two. So I think this is going to be something hopefully they're going to explore in season three. But the problem is they haven't got time to explore it in Defenders. But by that point of Daredevil season three, we would have had Defenders. We would have had um, her in The Punisher. And then it seems weird that we're going to wait all this time. And then they're suddenly like, so let's talk about how you reacted to that. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they will. Mm. Which is a shame, because I'd like to have seen how the aftermath I, of that went. I think it would have helped me feel uh, more sympathetic toward Karen and Bobby. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. at this point, I, I just don't. Well, we saw the aftermath the aftermath of um, Foggy finding out, obviously, yeah. that Matt was Daredevil. Um, but I, I, I kind of get where Foggy's coming from, and I think Foggy, Foggy sort of accepts it correct. Foggy accepts to some extent. He, I think he's more just concerned for his friends while being most of the time. I think Karen just is a judgmental bitch. Like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, and so am I, so I get it, but... <laughs> this is also why I'll be interested to see how her relationship with Frank is yeah. in um, Punisher, because if she's going to be like his psychic, I'm like, well... You're kind of, you're condoning that. I mean, even if she is like, oh, you shouldn't do this or whatever, she's kind of going to be condoning him, I think, by her helping him. That's what I find confusing. But she's condemning Matt, yeah. you know? I, um, that's kind of my... Defend why I'm puzzled about it. For just a little bit. He's known Matt for years and years. And he yeah. feels like he has been lied to. When he yeah. sees yeah. Matt play Misty uh, or the cops... And how he acts, you know, not, um, you know, how he acts impaired when he's very obviously not. I think he sees himself in that and like, oh, yeah, I was a chump yeah. that I, he played me too. Yeah. And I, if yeah. I, I'd be really pissed off as well. I mean, I'd get over a lot faster than he has, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I see where he's I, coming from. Yeah, but I think yeah. he does. I think that Foggy handles it better than Karen does. I think he does too. Yeah, definitely. I think he just said, "Well, I can't kind of watch. I can't watch you do this to yourself, so yeah. I'm going to leave the firm. But that's yeah. what you're going to do. Then I want to protect you as best I can. But I just can't really just watch, you know, stand idly by and be a participant in this. But yeah. she just harps on it and harps on it, which is the best thing to do because sometimes if you have people you care about and they're in doing self-destructive behavior. You want to help, but sometimes you do just have to walk away. Yeah. That's it. That's the best thing well, you can do because do you've got to protect yourself as well, you know. Yeah. But he's going to do what he's going to do, right? You can't control what other people do. You can tell them how you feel. No, exactly. But if you keep telling them how you feel, that's just going to drive them further away from you. So if you tell them how you feel once, maybe twice, that's plenty. Like, you know, like, you give, that, it a good, back you give it a shot. Exactly. After that, just back yeah. off and let them make their mistakes or do whatever they need to do, right? Yeah. And I've kind of said that I, you know, I wish him and Matt were friends in the series or, you know, more friends. I had that closer relationship. I think that's just because obviously I'm coming from 50 years of the comics, um, but this is a show, so they have to do everything very condensed. Um so I kind of understand why they do it. And I do actually think it makes me like the fact that they're not working together at the moment more because I, like you were saying, 
I see it as Foggy kind of protecting himself, and I kind of understand it more. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, and the way that yeah. Foggy treats Matt is different. He's treating him as an adult who is making poor decisions. He is yeah. and, and a friend, you know. Karen is treating him like he's two, and he doesn't know how to live his life. Yeah. It's just irritating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, well, this is, yeah, this is why I will be interested to see how they, what they do yeah. with, with Punisher. Yeah. Because I can just imagine sitting there being like, oh, you know, with, if she's kind of saying, no, Frank, it's, go out there and do what you got to do. I'll be like, I'll be so annoyed. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, Matt telling Karen it's his life. I was like, yeah, yeah. good on you, Matt. Do it. So Colleen is looking at photos of crime scenes and is distraught. Uh, and Claire tries to reassure her that Danny will be okay. And we get you know? some good quotes. How do you know Because <laughs> Claire okay? knows. Because she's the foundation, Mel, of everything. Um, I haven't got the exact quote, and I don't know if it's anyone's quotes, but I felt we had to discuss the fact that Colleen says that deep down, Danny is still just a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, not even deep down, about as deep down as a shallow puddle. <laughs> oh. I did. I did like that they they brought that up because I was like, yes, yes, he is just a kid. He's just a little puppy, um, which is why I find it weird, Colleen, that you're in a relationship yes. with him. Uh, yeah. So Luke and Misty have a little talk. A uh, quick Dakota. scene. Misty. He's the best. She should. Ooh, ooh. He's the that would be a love hate relationship. <laughs> such a weird, happy guy. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's anyone's favourite character. He's, I just he's think one of that mine. would be such a weird... Uh, no! He's such a weird favourite character to have. He's not even one of Brad's favourite characters, and Brad likes all the weird characters. <laughs> the shade thrown of Brad there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't mind throwing shade at Brad, my, my other co-host. <laughs> Speaking of other random characters, uh, what, um, what happened to the old chief of police? Because there was a lady who was chief of police in Luke Cage, and yeah. then oh yeah, and then she got we fired. We really liked her, didn't we? And then she got fired. She was replaced by another lady, right? And now it's like some guy. Yeah, well, he's a captain. I don't think he's the chief or, or whatever. The I think it was the same position. Well, maybe the maybe was it was it? a captain before too in Luke Cage. Well, maybe he's like just in charge. He's like she was in charge of the whole precinct or Misty's division then, but now Misty's on this. New York wide maybe task force isn't she so maybe he's just her new boss for that maybe. yeah I just couldn't remember if I missed or uh, forgot about the the firing or the offing of the second police chief or captain or whatever it was from Luke Cage I don't think so no I don't think we did I hope they still have her in Luke Cage 2 season 2 because I liked her mm. but I, I guess it all depends what, as well what's going to happen with the character of Misty. Because um, obviously we don't know at this point uh, if she's going to make it out of this series alive. <gasps> okay, so the elevator is going down Midland Circle with Electra and Danny tied up inside. And the hand are watching and Gail's like, eh, we don't have to trust her. She's going to bring us the substance and then we can kill her. Uh and all I could think of when I saw Danny on this little trolley, because he's leaning back, back, like, yeah, he's leaning back at an angle, but he's got his head up, and I was thinking, oh, that's going to kill your neck muscles, Danny. <laughs> I've done, like, neck sit-up things, you know, where you have your neck up for a long time at the gym, and it really hurts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So 
they get into this cavern and Danny sees something that shocks him. What did you guys think it was at this point? I thought it would be some sort of ancient door. <laughs> ah, because he's going to open it. Mm-hmm. Well, you were right, Matt. You get a cookie. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't never... Nothing else, no other possibilities popped in my head ever. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing if it was something completely different. <laughs> Uh, so Luke, Matt and Jessica meet to discuss Danny and the architect's plans to blow up Midland Circle and then Foggy's very insistent to speak to Matt and then he brings him his bag with his costume in and hugs him and calls him family and I was yeah. like, oh, so sweet I really wanted, because he's like I brought you your clothes and then he said he said something about the effect of like uh, how do you put it, like the dual the dual personality he thing he wants to keep his uh, lives separate yeah, Separate, yeah. Separate. So it would have been funny if he handed him a bag with two compartments <laughs> and one side was his suit and the other side was the Daredevil. He's keeping it. He was literally keeping his two lives. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, the police will be like looking in Matt's bag and be like, how do you explain this? So are you Daredevil? No. <laughs> um, really? <laughs> Yeah, I like this. I was like, good on but, you, Foggy. I like that he's helping but him. But was he helping him? Doesn't he say later that he never expected him to take the suit and go out and fight crime <laughs> when he did that? No, I think he expected him to, but like Tammy was saying earlier, he kind of thinks that he just needs to get this out of his system and then he'll be the old Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. but you don't get, Foggy, this is the old Matt, you know? He was just keeping... This is who he is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was training with Stick way before he met um, Foggy. And particularly Karen, you know, he, I mean, yeah, he met Foggy after, uh, he met Electra, sorry, after he met Foggy. But he and Electra had the same upbringing way before he met Foggy. So they share more, you know, this is who he is. Um, and it's just, you know, I just don't think Foggy realises that yet, which is kind of a bit frustrating. But it's good for dramatic tension, I guess, because it makes us talk about it, of how annoying we find it. <laughs> Uh, also, this was the scene where I <laughs> this was the scene where I noticed that Matt's glasses were cracked. I don't know how. Oh, it must be in the last where Electra knocked him out, but she cracked his his sweet sunglasses. Oh. Um, I was just, so I was just scene... sunglass shopping while we were talking. <laughs> were you? Are you are you going to get some of these sunglasses, Matt? I bought myself and a pair change your of, name uh, to Matt Murdoch. Polarized glasses and a strap for when I'm out on the water. Oh, nice. You're not going to get some little stick square glasses, though? No, they're rectangular. Oh, well, rectangular ones, sorry. <laughs> I'm like the customers at my work. I don't know how squares and rectangles work, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> the captain and Misty discuss uh, the three, as I keep calling them my notes, uh, and and he says that this will make or break Misty's career. So we can assume that because she does let them go, I guess, later into the building, this is going to break her career. Uh, and then we hear a crash and the alarm, and we find a big Luke Cage shaped hole in the wall, and they've got Luke Cage is the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They really should. Have I mean, they should have. <laughs> yeah. They should have done slow mo of him busting through the brick wall and be like, oh yeah. As he's falling that is pretty much what we say when we see Mike Coulter, isn't it, oh, yeah. though, guys? Yeah, We're like, oh, much. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a deleted scene, Matt, where you just bust through in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that. It would be amazing. Uh, 
So, in the underground, we see this wall with language on it. And it's uh, years ago we find out an iron fist sealed the wall and only an iron fist can open it. Now, is it just me? Or, because <laughs> as soon as I saw this wall and with all this weird writing on it and they're like, oh, we don't know how to open it. I just thought of Lord of the Rings and I was like, speak friend and enter. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what happens in Lord of the Rings? Just say the elvish word for friend and then you'll get into the minds of Moria. Oh, sorry, I mean whatever this secret chamber is. I would. Uh, I have asked Lauren Weeks as well if they used a basis for this language and if there's any, um, like, in-jokes in what it says. So I'll have to let you guys know if I find out, because that would be cool. Uh, Danny says he won't break his oath. And Unless you make me. Did you, did you guys at this point work out how... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I won't break my oath. I broke my oath to come learn, but I won't break this oath. Maybe. Oh. Unless you trick me later. <laughs> did you guys work out how this door was going to get opened at this point? Yes. Yes, because yeah. I think when me and Rebecca were watching this, we were like, oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's exact same thing with, like, when you asked, what did you guys expect him to be shocked at? I'm like, ancient door. And then, that, and then I was like, hmm, how can this door be open? Will it be through trickery and Danny being stupid and attacking and being redirected at the door? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, are you saying that this episode is... I was, is predictable. Yes. I was just really <laughs> sad that, you know, it wasn't opened by the power of friendship. I was really I know. Sad. I really wanted it to be, you know, the, the way they close it. I mean, maybe this will happen in the last episode. Only me and Matt A know. But, you know, the defenders will stand in a row and hold hands. I would imagine close it with the power of friendship. Yeah. Yes, I saw it too. I'll watch yeah. it as well. <laughs> I still agree with the two here, Will. Even if Claire doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed that Daddy got tricked that way, but I guess he still is a child, I'm, so it's really stupid. <laughs> Our children, well, yeah. children are a little smarter than that. Children are dumb. Okay. Children are smarter than that. I mean, <laughs> my nephew—he's not even two yet—and he can already give give uh, my sister's dog commands to make him sit and like go to his bed and stuff, including the sign language symbol and the verbal symbol. And he's not even two. No I sign language. I don't. I don't. Traveler. <laughs> Claire, I bet you if your nephew was the Iron Fist, he would realize that that's what the trickery is, that she's trying to get him to open the door. But <laughs> If my nephew was the Iron Fist, he'd get shit done. Exactly. I'm just saying. He'd get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Misty and the captain are frantic looking for, um, for the defenders, and Misty's upset because she trusted Luke. And then Colleen overhears and also betrays Misty. <laughs> She's like, oh, sweet, Luke betrayed her. I think I will as well. And sneaks into the property room. So many people were walking around this police station. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I mean, even if they're witnesses, like like they were saying they're going to treat the defenders as witnesses earlier, I, I, you can't just let them walk through the on like everywhere, can you? I mean, what if they arrested someone that was to do with the... Ca- well, I you guess. can, and you can even let them carry swords. <laughs> yeah, true. Because I, I, when I rewatched this episode, I was like, "Oh, maybe Colleen's breaking into the property room to get her sword." And then I was like, "Oh no, that's right. Misty just said she can carry it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. America! <laughs> Guys, this country is wacky. I know. <laughs> we just let everyone carry their sword around. Just, just carry <laughs> weapons everywhere. Weapons, weapons, weapons. I told you about As I said the, the other the other day, I'm pretty sure I saw someone walking around with a sword in Epcot, Tammy. 
Like when we were in Epcot, I'm sure me and Brad spotted someone who's just walking around with a sword, and we were like, okay. Um, one day, it was just a few years ago, but one day I was at work and I saw a guy carrying a sword on his back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, like, well, you go. <laughs> you enjoy your day, guy. Yeah, you're pretty cool, but I'm staying away from you. Mm. Yep. <laughs> um, so now we get. What do we get? Now we get one of my favourite scenes, which is the three the three defenders hiding in the alleyway from a police car. And then they say that they, the police think Luke and Jessica kidnapped Matt, which I don't know why. I just find that hilarious. Just, just, just like, here, blind lawyer, yeah. <laughs> we're kidnapping you. Why? Does it make sense? <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Why? Why would they kidnap him? And they don't know how they're going to get 20 blocks um, they can't get a cab because they have no money, so they go, they find a metro card. <laughs> and all I could think of, and I think Tammy would appreciate this, is if me and former guest Moira were the defenders, we would be screwed because Moira and I frequently only had to go one stop on the metro to Times Square and somehow ended up in Harlem. <laughs> so we would be completely screwed. We would end up in, like, Canada or something. <laughs> and we would welcome oh. you. <laughs> oh, thanks. But uh, what did you guys think of this scene of them on the train? Because I love it. I love it so much. I hate it. Why? Why do you hate it? Why do you hate things that are good? <laughs> I like Jessica a lot as a character, but I feel like this scene is putting too fine a point on, look how irreverent she is. She took She took a guy's beer and she's drinking it in public. She's That's so alcoholic. Jessica. Like, <laughs> we get it. Like she's got a problem. No, uh, but she did ask earlier if any of them had had a, a flask. Yeah, I didn't them. like that either. Mm. I think I know what the main theme of next uh, season of Jessica Jones is going to be. She's going to go to like Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she definitely needs I, to. The season of intervention. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> when they were like, "How are we going to get there?" Uh, I was like. Come on, Jessica, grab them both and fly there. I know! Oh, Matt should have grabbed them and, like, thrown them over his shoulders and parkoured them all the way there. Matt doesn't have super strength. It should have been been an amazing, like, uh, green screen kind of scene, like, Superman movies kind of thing, where you just see her, like... You got me, who's got you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah! Did you see what was going on in Bryant Park? There's a food truck derby. (laughs) I was like, what is that? What? Oh, what, the poster? Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Can we go? I'll talk about another poster in the Easter It's race. just a bunch of food trucks racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We can dump I the food can and just go imagine faster. now. It wouldn't be a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> now all I can think of is, like, Jessica flying with Matt and Luke under one of her arms, you know, each of her arms. And then, like, Luke looking at her as they're flying and they're being, like, his his thoughts over music. And he's like, can you read my mind? Do you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> and it's playing the music from Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that so much. <laughs> oh, it would be adorable. Um, so Foggy at the precinct sees Matt and uh, sees Karen, sorry, and they discuss Matt. And he says, when it's done, we'll get Matt back. And I was like, oh, Foggy. I, I was... I was, I was happy with you earlier, and now you've kind of disappointed me again. Mm-mm. 
Uh, and Misty asked Claire for info, and Claire has decided to become all vague, like, because she's like, where's Luke? Luke is where he needs to be. <laughs> okay, Confucius. I can tell you more what about, you about the Truck Derby. Oh. Okay. It happened, it's, okay, sixth annual 2017 Food Truck Derby. Okay, so that was in Friday, August 11th in Bridgehampton. The Great Food Truck Derby is back. Bring the whole family for a bonanza of ethnic and mobile eats rarely seen on the East End when a caravan of New York City and Long Island food trucks park amidst potato fields at the Hay Ground School alongside New York wine and beer and non-alcoholic drink offerings. Ticket price includes one serving at every food truck and three drinks for adults and four truck tastes and one drink for children. The food truck coming together will coincide with the Hayground School Community Farmer's Market and programming for kids and families, and the event will benefit the Hayground Schoolyard Projects in the region, which provides culinary arts training for local kids. Neat! I'm getting flashbacks to us reading, or people reading a Deadwood news article. (laughs) (laughs) I, I posted a. a I think we should a do a field trip, guys. Of the food truck derby in the Skype. Cool, thanks. I think we should do a field trip to the food truck derby, yeah, guys, like next year. I would totally do it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, so, yeah, Claire is being all weird and vague because then she's like, Luke is where he needs to be. And do you know what his true north is? I'm like, uh, what's going on? Why have you turned into Yoda? What's happening? <laughs> Why didn't you just say, like, you know Misty? You know what I mean? So she says Luke's true north is doing the right thing and then turns Misty's words against her. I was like, Claire, You don't know don't him do like that. I do, Misty. Uh, <laughs> and Misty's like, uh, Yeah, we had an amazing sex scene, thank you very much. <laughs> I know. My boobs looked fabulous. Yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, then they realise Colleen's missing. So then Luke, Jessica, Luke and Jessica arrive at Midland Circle and Luke came looking for Danny a a couple of days ago, which was obviously when he arrived at the hallway fight. And then Matt appears in his costume and Jessica's not impressed. He does look like a dweeb. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see the photo that I posted for the the artwork for um, an episode a couple of weeks ago? And I used a picture of Matt. It was when he turned up in the the fight with Murakami, with um, Jessica. And because there's... (laughs) I realised in the photo the two dots of light on his helmet in the the eye bits make him look like he's cross-eyed. And it makes him look like he's going... (laughs) And it it just made me laugh so much. I was like, oh, that's the artwork for this week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He does look completely out of place standing next to these two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if they were... If they were wearing cost- like their costumes from the comics too, he he would actually look the most normal. <laughs> he really was, particularly if Jessica was wearing her costume. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, well, if Danny was wearing his costume, he'd look the most out of place, I think. Yeah. With his super high pointy collar. Yeah, Disco Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for it to be Disco Danny. Mm-hmm. Oh. So three armed people are in the way. Matt says, and it's Bakuto, Gao, and Murakami. And they all weapon up to fight. Uh, meanwhile, Danny is staring at the language on the wall. And Electra wants him to open the door willingly rather than making him. And she tries to talk him into it. And he says he's ready to confront Electra. And they fight. I like. And there we go between these two fight scenes. I like, go, I like how uh, they didn't gender this fight. Like I was like, I was afraid it was going to mm-hmm. be like the woman has to fight the woman. 
and yeah. they actually matched up by superpowers. Like the two super strength, super strong person or people, good guys versus the one super strong bad guy. Yeah. And yeah, I like that as well. I I always hate it when you have, um, particularly when you have a a, a film that's like a a, a female character, like a, a female superhero or something, and they make the villain a, a female. But it's it's I always feel overwhelmingly like it's because they feel like. Oh well, we can't have her fighting a male characters because you can't have a man hitting a woman, mm. you know. Um, like I'm thinking of uh, the Catwoman movie where the villain was um, Sharon Stone. Well, that movie's terrible, um, anyways. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean there was many other reasons that movie was terrible, but that was one that really annoyed me because it just. Uh, I mean that yeah that was yeah. Let's just not talk about that movie. <laughs> just, it's gone. Rem- it doesn't exist anymore. Reminds me of Batman Returns when Batman punches <laughs> Catwoman. She's like, how could you? I'm a woman. <laughs> what Matt is saying, Claire, is that he'd happily punch you. Oh, thanks, Matt. You take it. I, I'd happily punch you too. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I love this fight, but also, um, is Gal an Earthbender? Because <laughs> yeah. she's shooting bricks all over the place. Do we know that she had telekinetic powers? No. <laughs> She'd used them in Daredevil to telekinetically push well she actually punched Matt yeah, didn't she in Daredevil when he went flying anytime she's pushed something really far away it's because she's punched it or punched somebody into it or something yeah. oh okay I don't know but this is like she's a Jedi yeah and why does she have powers and nobody else on the bad guy side has powers because she's awesome she's she like, and the other two suck because it's an Asian stereotype <laughs> Murakami doesn't have powers though she open the door that way too though like earlier in the season oh yeah yeah, yeah she does <laughs> she's like yeah. that's how she has her automatic doors she's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> pow it was kind of it's funny like, though so just lighter. watching her get like hit with a pipe or something like that yeah <laughs> that was made funny. me laugh oh yeah yeah just like this giant bit of the wall that Jessica's punching her like hitting her with it's insane <laughs> I thought it was funny to think of who was playing the stunt double for Madame Gao. I was like, <laughs> who's, who's this person? I need to know like what they look like, who they are. <laughs> oh, um, the well, the um, I know at some points. I don't know about this fight, although I I do think it was for all of the defenders. I'd have to check. It was Jean Tree, who um was in Daredevil season two. As you remember when the Yakuza attack um, Electra's apartment yeah. and she'd lured da- uh, Matt to that and you have the Yakuza turn up and you had the one girl with the short hair and the blue lipstick. Oh. That's Jean Tree. I th- I'm pretty sure she was the stunt double for Madame Gao. Oh. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, I'd have to check like if it was every episode, but I'm pretty sure she posted on Facebook that, that she'd done some of that. Oh. Yeah. I just like to think that Madame Gao just does this anyway. She does like the actress <laughs> can. I just, I, I just like to think that Madame Gao is like the one character that's not a a, a fictional character. Like she's just real. They just found her and they were like, "Be in our show. You're so awesome." <laughs> I don't know if it was um, dark or I was, I was having a little trouble following the other half of the fight with Mad and Bakudo and the other guy. Yeah, it's the fast cut. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah like really it. fast like, cuts. I yeah. don't like it's. It's not. Uh, it's just. It's just you can't tell what's happening. You don't know what's going. On. Yeah, I. I was gonna agree because I. I think there are ways because obviously Matt uh, has got a very fast way of fighting, just like you know Danny has, whereas Jessica and 
Luke are the two sort of brawlers more. But we know there's a way of, of shooting it so you can see everything that's happening. Like in the, the original hallway fight, um, you know, the fight with him and Electra in the office from a, you know, a few episodes back, I thought you could see everything in that. Um, the stairway fight in Daredevil season two. But I, I agree. I think this was so fastly done. You, you kind of, I couldn't tell because at some points I was like, so is he fighting Bakudo now? Or is he fighting Murakami? Is he fighting both? Like I, I was losing track. Yeah. yeah so I, I agree. I like the moment when, um, uh, Gal squashes Luke with a car. Yeah. yeah I like that. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Oh, just this this fight was yeah, it was just so hectic and it's I it's everything I hate about American oh well, not American Western fight scenes. It just mm. you know, I, I watched uh, Into the Badlands first episode a few days ago on Netflix and just like that's done in the in like the Chinese traditional uh, kung fu movie mm-hmm. style where you get to see uh, all the action. Mm, you get <laughs> to see the the artistry of the fighting, yeah. which is awesome. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that because that the uh, the actors in say Asian films and shows like Into the Badlands are also skilled martial artists, whereas <laughs> yeah. here they have to they have actors who are not that's not their skill. So set. they have to cut between yeah. the, them and the, yeah. the double. You mean? Is that why there's a stylistic difference? Because of the limitations of who the performers are? Could be. Yeah. Hmm, maybe. I will. Uh, I'll have to ask um, one of the like Justin or Lauren or someone or Chris. Just Chris name, Booster, keep name dropping, to know. Claire. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I, 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 you know, I want to get your questions like answered. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it would be interesting to hear from them because I think, like, uh, I mean, I think it's. It, I honestly think it's fascinating. Like, um, th- I definitely like covering these shows has made me appreciate what. The, the stunt uh, um, and fight choreographers do a lot more than I thought about before. Um, so that's making me, that is making me think about it. I would, I would like to sort of know in regards to that if, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will try and like ask cool. them that, try and word it in a way that is not like I'm speaking now and I can't speak the English well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I like the moment when Bakuto hits the sword on the ground to create fire yeah. and then him and Murakami and Gal run away. <laughs> so what, I laughed really hard at that. What was the point of it? Like, they just let them have it. <laughs> they were like, we got to protect this at all costs. Ah, they can have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we give up. <laughs> They're too good. Maybe it was like a Misty Night situation where they were just like, we just need to like hold them off for a little bit so Electra can do her work. That was my impression. Yeah. Um, I like I out of all that were watching this fight scene, I really liked Electra and Danny's fight. Actually, I thought it was yeah. beautiful. I thought it was like I, so I did as well. <laughs> like for a fight scene, I thought Electra just looked like she was dancing. It was really yeah, with her coat yeah. like just like the way she was like swinging yeah. it around like a cape. Oh, it was so good. I loved yeah. it. I thought that was better. It was so than pretty. This fight scene between everyone. Yeah, I I thought this yeah exactly. Well, I thought this fight scene was quite weak because I yeah. didn't know what was going on. Whereas with the Electra and Danny one, I felt like I did. Yeah. Um, and I, I like I, I agree with Matt. I don't like fast cut, choppy fight scenes. You like you get like the I always think of like the Born Identity. You know, shaky cam. Yeah, exactly. Because you just don't don't know what's going on, and so it just takes me out of it. I'm just like eh, bored now. You know. Mm. Um. So Luke crushes the gas pipe to uh, stop the gas, which is pretty cool. And then he tells Colleen off. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, at this point, I think this is why people watching the show were like, when Colleen's fighting against, uh, like alongside these guys, people were like, why isn't she the fourth defender? <laughs> <laughs> they could just forget about Danny and be like, no, we're the new defenders us for. <laughs> Poor Danny. <laughs> um, there was a there was a lot of like the Iron Fist haters who were saying that. They were like, why isn't Colleen the, the other defender? <laughs> I know. I feel bad for Danny. Um so we go back to Electra versus Danny and this is when she says he's still chained to his master and I just thought of him as a little puppy, obviously. And this is when we find out something interesting, which is that she kill she admits to killing everyone in Kunlun. Which apparently the guys over at Defenders TV podcast missed the first time they heard it. And I actually missed the first time I was watching this episode because it's quite a quick mention. Who did what? Yeah. Electra tells Danny, she says something to him like he couldn't protect everyone at Kunlun, something like that. And then she says, you should have heard them scream as I killed them. When did she have time to do So when, um, well, I guess before, uh, when she was, you know, brought back by um, Alexandra when she was doing her training and stuff. Then she went to Kunla and killed everyone. I don't know. Huh. But she's she's apparently the one that did it. All by her lonesome? How? She's the last guy, Matt. Are they all warrior monks and shit? How did she... <laughs> Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> Matt, is, is your brain okay? I don't care. <laughs> I don't think it's possible um, she just said that so she could, like, enrage him enough to use the Iron Fist. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so because, I, I mean, after she says that, he, he punches her across the world again. Yeah. <laughs> like he did in the first episode. <laughs> he punches her right back to cut line. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, you go and fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Colleen says she's there to save them, and then Matt realises what's in the bag before she reveals what it is yeah. and it's a whole lot of dynamite and then claire and misty turn up as well misty says she'll stall the police because she's awesome there's a weird line that luke has i don't know if you guys already mentioned it uh where he says to colleen like you're supposed to be at the police station oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah why? why did he say that because she's meant to be at the police station exactly. it's, not his, it's not his business <laughs> well that that was the whole point is there were they were all supposed to get their friends and family to the police station and they were supposed to all stay there so yeah, and that's what and they've she been is, doing um, for episodes now, just sitting there. And she is Danny's other most loved one, obviously Luke being number one. So Luke is looking <laughs> out oh, for so trying to keep Danny's her away number from two, Danny, so yeah. he can have Danny all to himself. Ooh, yeah, yeah. you see, okay, Ooh, makes sense I like now. it. Exactly, all makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, Will, what did you say? I just say he's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, he's like Daddy's mine. That puppy's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is when Electra gets her size out with the fight with Danny and then manages to trick him by luring him over to the door and then he punches through the size and through the wall and falls through it. And the lights go out in Hell's Kitchen. Come this way. Come here, boy. Come here, boy. Come on, come on, boy. Come on, boy. I'm going to throw the... Okay, okay I'm going to throw the ball through here. Like, but you, I know you don't want to go through it, but oh, follow the ball, follow the ball. He's such a puppy. Oh, my word. Oh, no. He's... Oh, there he is. Yeah, exactly. Um... So Luke, Jessica and Matt run down the stairs and Luke bends the bar in front of the door so the police can't get in. And then once they're inside, they are trying to get underground and Matt finds an elevator and then Colleen reveals the dynamite. That's when she reveals it because she wants to cut the head off the snake. And I love (laughs) this made me laugh because I think, you know, like when there was all the backlash with Man of Steel that 
Bat, you know, Superman probably killed more people than he saved because they destroyed the whole city. Yeah. So then since, so like Marvel's answer to that with Age of Ultron was when they were rescuing all the people, they're like, right, we have to rescue every single person. Every single person has to get off of here alive before we destroy this thing. And it was kind of their way of going, look, the Avengers don't kill people. I feel like that was the kind of thing they were doing here where they were like, you know, they had Matt go, oh, yeah, the building's empty. It's completely empty. It's just us and them. Do you understand, audience? No one. There's no going to be no collateral damage. Everyone's gone. Okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're going to blow up the building. This is the plan. And then we get a scene of Danny lying on the ground looking around, and then it pans out. And what do we get, guys? I don't... I didn't Dragon. know. <laughs> it's like a dragon, it's a dragon skeleton. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's the shape of Danny's tattoo. Mm. Which, I mean, it's not that surprising. Didn't he say he had to punch a dragon to get his his powers? So yeah, we, yeah we know he's dragons, already punched one dragon. We know dragons are a thing in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I found it really like, what? Because I, honestly, at this point, watching the show, they kept going on about this substance, and I was like, I don't know what this substance is going to be. I haven't got a clue. And then they revealed this dragon, and I was I was like, say what <laughs> because it just feels like even though obviously you have the the mythology of him punching the dragon that this like we were saying earlier it feels more like a daredevil show so it's just kind of crazy to me that we have dragons in a daredevil show mm-hmm. you know that also well that also has like jessica jones and everything in it you know but what did you guys think i don't think i even this noticed the, the dragon, dragon the first time i watched this i figured I yeah know, but I noticed the dragon. I was just really confused. I was like, I don't, like, where are we? Why is there a dragon here? Because <laughs> I, 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 I know, yeah, I noticed the dragon. I just, I was like, does everyone have to fight a dragon? Are there dragons just everywhere? I don't, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Are you a dragon, Teddy? Yeah, am I a dragon? Is the show just about dragons? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Game of Thrones? Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I was not happy to see a dragon. Aww. Just because I was... I, Why don't you like... I just don't... I don't understand. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> is, it <laughs> is the substance dragon's blood? Like, I, and if that's the case, well, it's too late. This dragon is decomposed and dead. Like, it's gone. <laughs> There's nothing there. Well, in, in the episode where they brought Electra back, we saw them putting a powder into blood. And then putting that in the little uh, sarcoph- sarcophagus thing. Is it like dragon bones? They just needed dragon bones? Because then, I don't know. When they sent Electra to kill everyone in Kun Lun, they could have just had her take the, take out the dragon that was already there. Like, <laughs> But then she would be, she can't take him out because he's already been taken out by Danny. Well, she probably could have found his bones. <laughs> it's <not laughs> like... true. Or maybe he's just having a nap. Yeah, why didn't you go and get his bones? Like, if that's the case, like, I don't, I just... <laughs> I don't like the dragon. Tammy, I've got an important question for you. <laughs> is your hatred of dragons residual hatred, <laughs> your residual <laughs> hatred of the, jo- of the Journey into Imagination ride at Epcot? Yes, yes. I fucking hate that dragon. Because I know you hate that dragon. Hate is him. this why you hate I your dragons a, now? Hey, you shut up now, because I have a stuffed pigment. <laughs> oh, so does my sister. Doesn't mean anything. I love that little guy. I just mean Figment's adorable. Claire, you did not like that Figment ride. Stop lying. Stop lying. No, you know why I didn't. You know why I didn't like it. Imagination. Imagination. Uh, It's a 
you know why that ride's terrifying? Because at one point there's the moon in the sky and it turns into Eric Idle's face and that terrified me. It's horrible. That's worse than when Pennywise, the moon turned into Pennywise in the It miniseries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, Will, were you happy that we had a dragon? Uh, was all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no strong opinion. <laughs> I give or take dragons on this show. Yeah, yeah. On this show, it's like I mean, it's not Game of Thrones <laughs> with awesome dragons. Okay. Uh, well, that was the end of the episode, guys. So now it is time for some Easter eggs. Are you guys hungry? Because I actually have Easter eggs this week. <laughs> I've been starving you for weeks. <laughs> are they Reese's eggs? Because those are awesome. <laughs> Reese's pieces. Yeah. Only Reese the dog can eat them. Is he sitting next to you, Will? Yeah, he's looking at me right now. Because <laughs> <He's laughs> you said finish. his name. <laughs> oh. So the instrumental um, at the start of the episode when you see everyone uh, unconscious is a version of the song Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Lead Belly that was famously covered by Nirvana in their MTV Unplugged performance and i was uh, I, i've never heard that song so i, I was wondering yeah. why they use that because they were all sleeping no. they weren't sleepy yeah they, they were, were unconscious they got knocked out <laughs> they're still sleeping kind of <laughs> maybe they should have played mama's gonna knock gonna... you out like by <laughs> Cool <Jay. laughs> that would have been amazing <laughs> um a lot of people think that maybe it's like a, a nod to nirvana because nirvana most famously performed it, and obviously the song in all the promotional trailers was Come As You Are by Nirvana, which we have not heard in the show. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Foggy calls uh, Jessica Jones Super Joan Jet. Uh, sorry if that's anyone's quote. Um, in the one of the first Jessica Jones teaser trailers, they played the song Bad Reputation, uh, Joan Jet singing that, so that was a nice nod to that. Uh, Jessica says... Oh, Matt says we're not alone, and Jessica says that's an MJ deep cut, which obviously is a reference to Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone, randomly, which I would not have got if I didn't have that pointed out to me. Um, we get a mention of Blake Tower from um, previous from Daredevil Season 2, mentioned as the DA, so that was cool. And in the last one, on the train, we only get a poster for the Bryant Park food truck war or whatever it was a race war Derby. i don't know what was it called Derby. yeah i can't remember um we also get a poster behind the guys which is for rand uh rand industries and it says rand we're here for you and it's just a load of people holding hands and it's super cheesy it looks like a motivational poster <laughs> that kind of made me laugh and those are your easter eggs for this week guys yum 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 oh shit I'm allergic to peanut butter Oh, sorry, Matt. Here's a here's a nasal with some stuff for you, whatever it is. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're okay. Good. Uh, Right now it's time for quotes. Uh, Matt A, you are one of our guests, so you can go first. I did write down. I know, but I did. Uh, Between Matt and Foggy, he's the Iron Fist. Not gonna pretend to know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, he should know by now. Like he doesn't know half of what Matt's saying. Uh, Will. Uh, my only quote, quote is Jessica. There it is again. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Jessica one as well. It's between Jessica and Misty. There's a weird shadow organization. I've been tracking them not very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Tammy Tam 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 Tam. I've got Nat. Karen, this is my life. Hell yeah! Did you stand up and clap? I Tell did me. a little bit. Like I was too tired to stand all the way up, but like I sat up a little bit and was like, hey. "You shifted in your chair." Exactly. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got Danny's internal monologue that's going at all times. Oh. Okay. Good. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> See, I imagine Danny's ending monologue to be there's like a music track that the um, reviewer Phalus uses a lot, which is like bottom bottom rum bottom bottom bum bottom 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 bum, and I just imagine that being Danny's in a monologue, <laughs> just like this kind of derpy music. <sighs> anyway, I've got a quote about uh, Danny, which is. He's the Iron Fist, and he will tell anyone to that that will listen. Yeah. He will tell anyone that that will listen. I was like, yep, indeed. Uh, anyone else got quotes? Nope. Uh, I feel like I might have one more. Let me have a look. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't. They've all been said. Right, so in that case, it is time for Defender of the Week. So, Defender of the Week, Matt A., who do you think won this week? This is tough. I thought they were all off. <laughs> um, not Danny, because he got tricked. Because he was kidnapped. Yeah, he was kidnapped. Importantly, <laughs> he was tricked. Um, he loses the episode. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, so any of the other three. <laughs> I've, I've you have it to down. pick. I'm sorry. You guys pick up. I've got to put my foot down. No, I've Carry got to put my foot down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Them's the rules, Matt. Follow the rules. What else do you What else do you have, Matt? If you don't follow the rules, huh? All right, I'll True, go to Will first. Will, you're very, <laughs> really strong argument. <laughs> <laughs> What's a town without ducks, Matt? What's a world without rules? <laughs> uh, Will, who would you like to vote for the winner? I don't know. Um, see, Matt was doing his lawyery stuff, and that kind of helped. Jessica was funny. So I think maybe I vote for her because she was funny. But she did get yeah, kind of knocked around Jessica. by Madame Gal. But so did Luke. But she did hit Madame Gal with a, a pipe. steel pipe. And yeah, that's true. And Luke got to swing a very fake-looking brick at somebody. <laughs> um, <laughs> a pipe. Yeah, I think I'll go with Jessica. Okay. One vote for Jessica. Uh, Tammy Tam. Colleen. She's not a defender. No, not a defender. Um, Look, Matt, as I said, follow the rules, okay? It's the way the world spam. goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it when you call me ma'am. <laughs> uh, Tammy. I, I think the only one I thought that... Well, I guess the one that they focused on the most, besides stupid Danny, uh, was Matt. Like, I felt like Luke and Jessica were just there this episode, mm-hmm. which was yeah. sad. Um, because I love both of them so much. So, uh, I'm going to give it to Matt. He finally, like, stood up for himself, which is good. Yeah. Um, Matt H. I agree. I'm giving it to Matt for finally telling his friends to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to give it to Matt, too, just for putting up with his friends. (laughs) (laughs) And then tell him to fuck off. For so long. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm going to go with Matt as well for telling his friends to find the fuck off. <laughs> and for being like, this is this is my life. I'm like, yeah, good on you, Matt. I'm not- yeah, yeah, hooray. <laughs> hooray for the Matts, all of you. <laughs> including the host, the people on this podcast. Hooray. Matts. <laughs> okay. Now it's time to rate this episode. So the winner is of this week, obviously, is Matt. Hooray! Yay! I agree. Uh, with and that. not not such a not such a narrow win this week either, which is nice. Um, okay, so now time to rate the episode. Uh, Matt A. Um, also, officially, you could put my uh, stamp of approval on Matt Murdock as the defender. I, don't worry, I have. <laughs> okay. I chose for you. <laughs> uh, episode is fine. It's very Electra Kunlun heavy. It's this this stopped feeling like an ensemble show like right around this point. So I'm not a fan of that. But uh, one good fight scene between Danny and Electra. One pretty sloppy scene between the the others. Although I did like Bakudo's using the uh, sword to create the flame. That was pretty cool. Uh. It's mm. fine. I don't really understand much of what's happening, nor do I really care. <laughs> so I just give it a seven <laughs> and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten. Anything? Should have used a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. Yeah, I forgot that you do ratings on this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was pressures on. Well, pressures on. A, it was a okay episode. Um. In my memory, this was the episode where Alessandra died, but my memory was incorrect, obviously. I thought it was a lot of talking and just saying stuff that doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> Luke's true north is due west or whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it was... The- Luke's true north is the show due south. He's a really big fan. Loves that show. <laughs> uh, but... I think the ending made up for the early part of it, so I'll give it a 7 out of 10 um, fake-looking bricks. <laughs> um, Melanie! Oh my god, I don't even have a rating. <laughs> uh, uh, Matt H! <laughs> um, I liked Matt's Matt finally sticking up for himself. But I hated the direction of this episode, like the actual director's choices. Uh, like I mentioned before, like the weird shots, the unnecessary cuts during dialogue scenes, like just cut away for a second and cut right back to that same angle that it was before. Um, and the fight scenes were all over the place. I couldn't understand what was happening. Uh, but I like that there was fights. I just wish I could have seen them. Um I don't know. It was it was good. Like the content was good. I just didn't like how it was executed. A lot of it. Uh, I'll give it a seven point five out of ten. Dumb Danny's. <laughs> oh, um, Mel. Uh, <laughs> <out of> ten <laughs> Seven. Okay. Uh, Tamalam. Uh, yeah. The ding dong. Us. <laughs> uh, same as everyone else, it was just kind of like, um, uh, it was fine. It was a fine episode. It wasn't anything to write home about. It was, uh, I, I did like the fight scene with Electra and Danny a lot. Uh, I just thought it was good. But, um, I felt like everyone else was just servicing that storyline in this episode, and 
Mm-hmm. That's save it for season three of Daredevil. Anyway, so um, I'm going to give it seven and a half out of ten dragon bones. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree with everyone. Um, there was a lot of talking. As we've established, I like the talking, though, because I just like them all hashing out their differences. Um, uh, I do think it felt more like Matt's story in this. Uh, I think this is in the series where Matt and Danny kind of really come to the forefront without going into spoilers. Um, But I enjoyed it. I liked Matt standing up to Karen. I liked Foggy sort of accepting that Matt, who Matt is, but then that being kind of thrown out the window by the end of the episode and going, oh yeah, we're going to get Matt back, hooray. And I'm like, no, 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 Foggy, you missed the lesson. Oh, Foggy, what are you doing? Um, But apart from that, I liked it. Uh, And that fight scene, yeah, with Danny and Electra was really cool. Um, Really good work by them. So I will give it uh, 7.5 out of 10. hand elders disappearing into thin air or something I don't know Uh, (laughs) I couldn't think of anything (laughs) so that gives it 7.3 out of 10 a thoroughly decent rating as I always say Uh, right now it's time for our feedback and I have three emails does anyone want to read one Will, would you like to read one with your sexy dulcet tone? Of course. Oh. I'll just <laughs> read it like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hey. <laughs> Will, Will, yeah, you um, Will, do the highest, do the highest falsetto voice you can right now. Oh, right? Well, oh yeah, please. I don't know. Just for one, one word. <clears throat> Hello. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, so Nutty has sent it, her feedback in two parts because she hit send too fast. She was so super keen to send it to <laughs> us. So here is the first part. Um, Nutty new Charles. Nutty, Nutty new Charles. <laughs> I, when I was at the supermarket, I saw a bag of stuff called Nutty Bites and I took a photo and sent it to her because I was like, oh, it's like Nutty's podcast. Oh. She's fran- she's franchising. <laughs> I felt like no, sorry. <laughs> I felt like this was a bridge episode, bringing us all to the action. That said, I did love the worlds of our main heroes merging into one another. I think the sweetest thing was Foggy bringing Matt his suit. I adore Foggy in this show. Here, he is all love. This is not a subway train, path train, but we will forgive them for showing just how much of an alcoholic Jess is. You take cheap beer off of someone who appears less fortunate than you. You are a drunk. Might have been funnier mm-hmm. if it, if it was past if it was a passed out college kid. I dug the fight scene in the garage because everyone's fight styles worked for them. Only got to see Gal as the badass she is. Colleen in that last in the last moment with the case of C four. She isn't playing around. When Luke appears more betrayed at Jess being okay with the bombing than Claire. We know that Claire and Luke are meant to be. And the second part is here. I agree. Claire and Luke aren't meant to be. <laughs> Claire and Jessica. Uh, Claire and Jessica? Oh, my word. <laughs> what a Freudian slip that was. Uh, yeah, Luke and Jessica forever. And here's the end of the email, Will. I think I might have sent it twice. 
It's in too fast. Okay, so everyone knew and saw how Electra was goading Danny, and he was falling right into her plans, right? Get him angry enough that yes. he will use his fist. <laughs> use the fist to <laughs> unlock the door. Everything else was just dressing. I hit sin too fast. Oh, yeah, I said it uh, twice <laughs> to you. Sorry, Will. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so I ended with everything else was just dressing. Okay, so everyone knew. Oh, right. No, that's the same thing. I okay. said it twice. So. Uh, oh, I have actually another little bit. Nutty, why have you sent it in three parts? This is so confusing. <laughs> uh, here is the next part. It's like installments of Nutty's feedback. Here we go. And now the conclusion. The previous <laughs> and now the conclusion to the feedback by Nutty Jones. Um, I felt like... like <laughs> um, Sorry, Will. I felt like this was a bridge episode. I think it starts with... That was the beginning. So I've already read all of this. Oh, you've already read yeah. that bit? Oh. Uh, I think that's all of it. Thank you. We're trying to patch it together through. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think Will deserves a round of applause. All the best trilogy. <laughs> yeah, it was a far better trilogy than the Star Wars prequels. That's for sure. Uh, right. I have a email from... Sedna, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> Nutty had to take your Sedna duties last week. That's fine. She did a fine job. I'm sure, she did. I mean, it's it's your job now. Okay. I may not be uh, as excited because I'm 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 feeling a bit mad today, but <laughs> we'll see what I can do. That's okay. Um, you can you can you know it, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> do what you can. I will. Uh, okay those of us expecting come as you are as in the trailers are disappointed so far we did get this awesome sequence of the gang passed out dead to where did you sleep last night oh my god so perfect Sedna fact I saw Nirvana play at Reading Festival in 91 because I'm old and spent my teens listening to John Peel in my bedroom instead of having a life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my fucking god there's so many things I love about Matt waking up disorientated in that tight NYPD t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is Sedna I'm sure there is <laughs> Foggy to the rescue by the way mate he looks very much not like shit I'll have you know <laughs> it's true I, I was like he doesn't look like shit at all what are you talking about yeah. no he's looked far worse do you remember when he was like stabbed and all yeah, that exactly. I, I thought they, he looked hot <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, exactly, me too. Yeah. They took your shirt for blood samples. Who got the pleasure of undressing him? (laughs) (laughs) It was foggy. It was foggy. I would like to think that Misty did it, and she was, like, really enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Did they enjoy... Did they notice the fuck-off scars all over his torso? Oh, my heart, I can't Mm -hmm. take it. He's so upset about Electra killing Stick. That tiny moment of grief, anguish, sigh. Just kill me now. By the way, by the way, Misty, you may be right in your hunch about him, but Matt's credibility as as a witness would always be questionable and probably not admissible in court. Sadly, ironically, yay, Matt lawyers, they're way out of a tight spot. Would you, did you want to say something? I was just gonna make a stupid crack. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that uh, Misty's uh, undressing Matt, and she says to herself, "God, I love having two arms." <laughs> Isn't having two arms just great? <laughs> and then Matt like wakes up when she's undressing him and karate chops her arm off. Uh, 
Yay, Matt lowers yeah. their way out of a tight spot. Gets recognized by Claire. Drops a truth truth bomb on Karen on the way to a private room that Luke can punch their way out of. Secret, secret identity intact. Way to go, jammy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so many feelings about Foggy bringing him the suit. It's just a bit of essential enabling there with a hug. That's what family's for. <laughs> Super Joe Jet Ha lovingly nicking the uh, tramp's beer on the subway. There it is again. Oh, Jess, you're such an arsehole. <laughs> Here we go. Fight. I like she was lovingly nicking. Yeah, lovingly nicking. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Or lovely. Ha ah, lovely. Oh, I thought Sorry, you said she yeah, was lovingly I, I, nicking that beer. I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, she's an asshole though uh, oh here we go fighty fighty building up to the end game oh my fuck I got Colleen's got the dynamite looks like it's not just me that's gonna explode this time <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> and then she explodes Sedna as she does every week with her feedback thank you Sedna uh, we have one last email from Wu does someone want to read it it's quite short uh, I can do it Well. Thank you. Actually, you can Matt. stay there. Stay there. I will just. Oh, I have a I have a question. By the way, we discussed a lot last week about how um, Electra says Matt's name as Matthew, Matthew, like that. Do, Mel, Mel, do you ever call Matt Matthew? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> like ever inspired by the show to call him Never. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I mentioned this before, but I didn't call her Lemony once. <laughs> did you? Slip, slip, slip what? The, slip of the I was, uh, you know, Melanie, Lemony, what? whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said you called her Elodie, like oh. as in Electra. I was like, why are you calling her the actress no, no, who plays no. Electra? Lemony. I called my wife Lemony. Lemony. Oh, <laughs> but the name Lemony's sweet. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, so Wu's email starts Dear Defenders yes. Podcast. I love how the director I'm gonna my monitor. I love how the director filmed the aftermath of what happened in episode six with the bodies of Stick, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil all sprawled out in the wreckage of the building. Shot very late shot very late nineteen nineties rock music video. I love Detective Knight's attitude in the interrogation room towards Jessica once again. She's acting like that kid in primary school. I want to be one of the cool kids. At least this is how she came off to me. The scene where the police captain is attempting to talk down to the defenders is the reason I don't like politicians and or people who wear three-piece suits. Yeah, the police can hit... Why are there so many commas? There's a lot of commas. Okay. I'm going to start this over and uh, call out the commas. <laughs> okay. The scene where the police captain is attempting to talk down to the defenders, comma, is the reason, comma, I don't like politicians and or people who wear three-piece suits comma yeah comma the police comma can handle the hand comma just like you did the chituari in 2012 comma oh the avengers were just backup comma right period oh Oh, god that's a lot of i'm sorry i I didn't know how to read that (laughs) but that's fine i got it somehow uh i have a question comma for claire comma until until we finally hear it I like that I get a question a week, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Now I'm anticipating it. <laughs> okay. Until we finally hear from Iron Fist, comma, do you think Electra was correct, comma, that he left Kunlun because he knew the elders only saw him as their soldier, nothing more, comma? <laughs> I think this one's correct, though. That was a correct comma. 
Which is the same reason why Stick left Daredevil when he was a boy, comma. Stick wanted a soldier, not a son, comma. Even Colleen says the same thing about Danny's yearn for family, comma, in this episode, question mark? Uh, My God, Brad, hmm. Brad would be having a meltdown right now. Do I think Electra was correct that he left Kunlun in because he knew the elders and he saw him as their soldier, nothing more? Which is... Uh, I don't think so. I think he was running away from his responsibility. He didn't know what was wanted of him as the Iron Fist, and he was bored. I mean, because he was just guarding that little mountaintop, wasn't he, in Iron Fist? And, mm. You mean the whole I think it was entire a few different village reasons. that Electra actually <laughs> killed? Yeah, yeah. But he saw it as just guarding that mountain and saw the hawk and was like, oh, I must follow the hawk, like I must follow my heart. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know. We'd have to have that out of Danny's mouth rather than Electra's because yeah. we don't even know if Electra <laughs> killed everyone at Kunlun. She was just trying to get him to punch that wall. Um, so, yeah. Lastly, correct use of comma, quote of the episode, colon. Uh, witness, do you, do you want me to describe how it sounded, Detective? <laughs> oh, that was Matt. That was yeah. good. Witness, do you want me? Uh, uh, oh, because she says like they're treating them as witnesses, uh, and then Matt says, "Witness, do you want me to describe how it sounded or something like that?" Uh, I love because he's blind, Matt. He's blind. Right. I love how Foggy is trying not to laugh at what Murdoch said for that quote. The defender of the episode has to be Daredevil. Um, episode episode rating four point five out of five. Talk to you, comma guys, comma. Next week. Period. <laughs> Period. Thanks, Woo. <laughs> Stop. Yay. Thanks, Woo. Thanks, Woo. Okay, so that was our feedback. Uh, we should talk about what's what's happening next week. It's the finale, guys. This has gone really quick, don't you think? Or is it yeah. just me? Um, I also saw on my Facebook today that it was exactly three years ago that I posted one of the first um, photos of them shooting the Daredevil series. Three years ago. Aww. That's gone so quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Uh, yeah, so next week we will be discussing the episode of The Defenders called The Defenders. As New York edges closer to disaster, Electra sees what's beyond the wall, and the Defenders make a last-ditch effort to save the city. Mm. How do you think this is going to end, newbies? Uh, Danny better fucking redeem himself somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially since they're going to have, tricked. like, a second season of his show, like, <laughs> they need to make him semi-likable again. Ugh. Or he can die. In the- I think I still think he's he's more likable in this than in Iron Fist. He can, yeah, he could he die. He could die and there could be a new Iron Fist next season. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, that's, that's true, right? It's a yeah. more of a title than a person, so... Yep. That would be, that would be a very Fist. clever way to continue the show but eliminate the problem of the character that people yeah. have a to have an issue with. That's actually a really has, good workaround. Claire, has Colleen ever become the Iron Fist? Has anyone ever become the Iron Fist other than Danny in the comics? Um, th- I mean, there's been previous Iron Fists, like uh, the one we saw in the Iron Fist show when they, you know, yeah. when they saw the video of the forties. Um, but I, uh, I think there has been, but I, I don't want to say the details. But I don't think like any major characters you know have be have become it the the iron fist itself but i think like maybe other ones have turned up but i i don't know that much about that i'd have to ask rebecca 
Volcana or they someone. certainly do their own thing and make yeah. someone else, like Colleen, the Iron Fist. Or they can give Misty Knight the robot arm, but also give her the Iron Fist. There you go, two and one. <laughs> so she's got an awesome robot arm and an Iron Fist. <laughs> you suppose that Davos is at that food truck derby? Oh, oh, I hope so. Make him the Iron Fist. I mean, he really wants the job. <laughs> I don't know. Danny I still don't like it. him. Guy has a problem with New York. But you like Bakuto? Oh, you're so weird, Matt. That's all right. <laughs> he's like, he's um, eating your pizza. Oh, I don't like this. But you put this in your body. Ooh, Mr. Judgmental. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to have that that awesome. um, Kunlun uh, physique. He can't have that Kunlun physique with a load of New York pizza in him. I would. I bet Matt Murdock eats a lot of pizza. <laughs> Matt Murdock's allowed. <laughs> He's 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 the winner of the episode. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. Anyway, that's next week. Uh, guys, Matt and Will, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Very special episode of Defenders. Yes, yes. Thanks for having you. me. Us. Well, I <laughs> know. <laughs> you are pretty much a duo. You could pretty much hear you guys in a, a lot of the same places. But I'm going to ask you first, Will. Where can people hear you? Your dulcet tone. Uh, you can hear me. Uh, I guess. Uh, um, the Sensei podcast, we're kind of, I don't know if I'm going to record again before the two-hour special next year. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how I feel. I'm pretty lazy these days, so we may not hear that again <laughs> until next year. But also you can hear Matt A and I on Spartacast about the Star Series Spartacus. Yay. Or later Wait. that'll come back. Yeah, we have to start season two at some point. We've, Are you guys still on season one? No, we, we finished season one and we finished the prequel series. Oh, of course. The se- yeah, so I forgot season two was just the season prequel. There's you know. two and three, right? There's just right. two more. Yeah, I think so. so. You're going into the post-Andy Whitfield yeah. years. I can't remember the guy who took over from it. Liam, Liam, Mac- Liam, Liam McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really good as well. Will. Nice. Well, when the yes. new Terminator movie comes out, are we going to record an episode on it? <laughs> I think we got to. Please do. We got to dust off our mic. That yeah, definitely. If you were going to do, and, um, if you were going to do bonus uh, episodes for the Sensei podcast, you could do all of the all of their movies that they've done. That's what I thought about doing with them. Like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> they did a lot. Yeah. Oh, please, can I be on if you do Jupiter Ascending? Oh, wow. The only time I... <laughs> I love that dumb movie. <laughs> I saw that movie when I was really stoned, and I don't remember much of it. So <laughs> well, I would argue that is the best way to see that movie. <laughs> okay. uh, cool. Um, also, with the new Terminator film, um, uh, Philip Silvera is doing the stunts, who is the guy that did the stunts, uh, was the stunt coordinator for um, Daredevil Season 1 and uh, Deadpool because it's the same director as Deadpool movie, and he oh, yeah. kind of uh, does a lot of Tim Miller's projects, so that's cool to look forward to. So I'm hoping for some really good stunt, stunt choreography. Um, Matt A., where else can people hear, hear you, apart from when you are not with Will? Uh, you can. You are the Danny Rand and Luke Cage, obviously, of podcasting. Okay, very, only very if hard. I can be Luke Cage. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you can hear me on Googlecast with Matt and Mel here. Uh, and also Claire, she was on our most recent recording yeah. when we talked about K Street and Angels in America. Haven't finished editing the episode, but when it comes out, it's it's a real good one about those uh, two yeah. programs. Yeah, really and uh, pretty soon we'll be covering uh, the Pilot of Deadwood again, and then the Pilot of Rome. 
So that's something to look forward to. And uh, there may be another uh, Timothy Oliphant-themed commentary track coming out this month. Mm, say what? Uh, that's right, listeners. We argued on uh, Hooplecast, Tammy, that that is an even more niche podcast than a Quantum Leap Fashion podcast. Is a podcast that does commentaries, but only to Timothy Oliphant movies. <laughs> that that could potentially pretty be pretty niche. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, find us at com. Yeah. Uh, Matt Mel, in a post-Twin Peaks world, <laughs> what are you up to? Uh, Matt's got it covered. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> cool. Uh, Tammy? Uh, you can find me and Claire on Calabici Fashion Cast talking about the fashions of Quantum Leap, where Matt A. was recently very, very recently, like two hours ago, a guest. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. That was fun. Cool. Uh, so who's going to take us out with an Excelsior this week? I, be- I feel like if Will's going to be Iron Fist, then then we have to make it up to him by giving him the Excelsior. Why don't they, why don't they both take a syllable? One can say Excel, the other can say Sior. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And try Excel- to match Excel... <laughs> Try to match it up so it sounds like uh, um, one word. So. Okay, all right, go guys. All right, I like this idea. Okay, three, two. Uh, uh, I don't know who's going exactly. first. Matt, you're going first. There's a flaw in your plan three. There. <laughs> you're you're going first. Three, two, one. Excelsior. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you can edit that together. Bye so everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!